This is College Dame Day, a podcast for college football fans, hosted by three sisters who recap last week's games, talk about upcoming matchups, and find some time to trash talk the teams they don't like. Let's join Megan, Amy, and Laura as they break the huddle and kick off this week's episode. All right. Welcome, everybody, to College Dame Day. It seems like our prayers to the football gods have worked because big news came out, you guys. We're back. Woo-hoo. So um, the Big Ten update, obviously, everyone was on pins and needles. We all kind of knew it was happening. We we're just waiting for the official words. So where were you guys at when the moment happened? Well, I knew the night before when Frost or whoever turned on our red glow lights in Lincoln and I knew it was like a sign, but I had a feeling like Kevin Warren was going to be like a b-hole and try and like not say anything for a day or two just to make people wait because he was mad. But um, I knew the night before because of that. And Luke did give me a scare when he texted us about what did he say that one time? And then he was like, oh, yeah, that was news from August 9th. And I was like, what? Like, why would you do that yeah. to us? But um, yeah, he said that like, the Big Ten was going to cancel. Yeah, or do spring. a spring season or whatever. Yeah. And I asked him for his source and he was like, oh, it's it's directly from an ESPN article from August. Yeah, from August. August. yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. So anyway, but yes, I knew before when we when those like red glow lights went up, they were like, it's the bat signal. <laughs> so um, I knew it was coming then. I just did like, yeah, I was waiting for it. Yeah. Yes, I was actually I mean, working when I got the little ESPN update, but I was like Amy. I knew it was coming. I was anticipating ever since we had that accidental hot mic. Uh, yes. Um, news source. Yes. Mike Gates. Yeah. Accidental. <laughs> and what, do you guys think that um, was intentional? <laughs> I don't think so, but I kind of think it's funny because you can just see Nebraska being like, you know what? Listen. Let's just get it out there. Let's force their hand. We've been waiting since whenever to get this going. So in we my mind, I think it's funny, us. but I know we did drive this bus, it, but it no. It got, it got to like release the news, I think. Anyway. Yes, so. It could be. It could be. So, I mean, it, kind of looking at the timeline of events. So essentially at July 9th, we were like, okay, conference only schedule for fall sports. That's when they kind of teased the false hope for us. Then on August 5th, They're like, here you go. Here's the revised schedule. It's released. 10-game schedule. Very short time later, so August 11th, they say, oh, you know what? No, no, We're going to postpone the season. And then August 28th, they said, maybe we could start doing it football over Thanksgiving weekend. Cut to the middle of September. We have now confirmed we are starting Big Ten October 23rd and 24th. So some Friday and Saturday games. What do you guys think about that? I mean, I'm here for it. Okay. All right. Are you, are you looking forward to having a Friday game instead of Saturday? Yeah, I, I will watch it on a Monday afternoon if that's when they <laughs> went to air it. I mean, yeah, I'm I'll, not picky at this point. I'll watch it whenever. I do think that, like, Friday should be for high school. But in this crazy world we live in, I'm just going to, like, take what we can get. I will say the nice thing about Friday is, you know, we can kind of watch our game, obviously enjoy all of the wins. But then that way Saturday is kind of stress-free. <laughs> Yeah, so. unless you lose, and then you have to watch replays all weekend long of it, all day long. Well, we that's, just aren't going to lose, obviously. I mean, simple solution right there. That's the problem with, like, even, like, the first game Saturday day. If you, like, have – or, like, that time Caleb Lightborn like, 
punted the like that punted the ball backwards and it was like the fail it kept getting replayed like all day long and we had to see it like 47 times so there, there's always a risk when you play early because then you have to watch your highlights all day and it could be a really good day or a really bad day it, it that is true that's true and it looks like we're pushing for speaking of friday games it looks like um for thanksgiving week we're pushing for the black friday game that'll be very helpful for me because we have to travel on saturday so it's either I will get to watch the game with Amy or I'll be watching it on Michael's phone in the car. So we are also hoping. Okay. I saw a leaked and I don't know if it was like just some kid having fun or if it really was, but it was like a leaked schedule. Luke. Here's the schedule. It probably was Luke, but um, it was on like one of the big red fan boards and we're playing Iowa, like not, thanksgiving week it was like either i can't remember what day but it was like i mean we're playing like we were on their schedule and it was like either end of october or beginning of november um and again i don't know how true it was but if that's the case we won't be playing them thanksgiving like we always have in the past well i know we were kind of getting away from that already because wasn't it going to be minnesota originally that was going to be like big thing i know we'd gone away from playing them kind of over so i mean that wouldn't surprise me too much but but like, I think well, they said schedule have, coming later. Yeah, like the Friday. I, I liked playing on Black Friday. Like, I liked playing the day after Thanksgiving. It's always been a tradition, whether it was, like, Oklahoma or Colorado, mm-hmm. Iowa. Yeah. I just – I like having that day. Saturday. Yeah, I kind of wonder if they are trying to push up the bigger rivalry games just to make sure that we get them in. Right. You know, prioritize yeah. those maybe. I don't know. There's always kind of the fear in the back of my mind, too. Um, we'll talk about it a little bit, but, like, so some teams, obviously, you can see their games are getting postponed or canceled just because they have too many, like, positive COVID tests. And I'm like, can we – I don't want to be the pessimist, but I'm going to throw the question out there. Is there a concern that you guys think that, like, by the time we get to October that, like, everything is shut down again? Yeah. I'm like, I'm very confused why we have to wait that long to start. Three weeks. That's ridiculous. Three weeks. Like, that's that's how much you have to sit out if you get a positive test. Yeah, I know. But that's, I'm just saying, why do we have to wait to start the season until the end of October? Why can't oh, we start it at the beginning of October? Right. Yeah, I don't right. know. I don't know the answer to that Because either. that would give you more time if teams have to cancel. You would have more mm-hmm. time to reschedule so those games. Right. Because we're already playing like eight games, you know. We need like, to be like LSU and we need to just go get everybody COVID right now. And then by the time October 24th rolls around, we're all, we've been quarantined. He's like George Washington at Valley Forge where he's like giving them the, like giving them the actual disease. He's like, here you go. But if your immunity. It's over with. Yeah. I'm serious. Like, though. Is, like, that's is that a live way, virus? Like LSU has an advantage now. Everybody has it. And so they're yeah, all immune you can, now. You can get it again. No, yeah. you can get it again. Because that's I what Ed Osheron really even said that when they asked him. He's like, yeah, hopefully they don't get it again. I <laughs> I don't really know Fingers that crossed. can like, yeah. and I mean, these are athletes. So they're like, I mean, except for some of those like overweight linemen there, a lot of them are in good health. So I'd really like, okay, well, <laughs> uh, it's well, like chicken well, pox we'll... parties that mom used to make us go to, to get the chicken pox. Um, <laughs> right. I Here, hang out with little Stevie. He's got spots on him. And yeah. Good party. Um, I think too, Megan, you kind of mentioned this, just the fact of why are we waiting so long? The other problem too, is I think our, like, we have to get all our games in 
to get that conference game. And I think the schedule is set to end on like the 19th and the selection committee picks on the 20th. Yeah. So again, it really leaves us no room for error. And I get that they want to give people time to kind of get ready, but it's but why? like, why we're you should have been preparing this other. whole time like Nebraska. So well, yeah, we're only Here's playing each thing. other. So everyone's at the same advantage, right? Advantage. You know what I'm saying? It would be one thing if we were playing the ACC who's been, you know, up and running since the beginning of September, but it's like, we're not, we're only playing all the other teams. Right. They've all had the right. same amount of time. So why not just right. start in two but weeks? I don't, I don't understand why our practice time went down because when they um because the NCAA has to feel like they are doing something so they make this arbitrary rule no no but I'm saying they made our they made the big 10 our practice like time was cut down when we um like canceled our season or whatever and we weren't allowed to be like on the field like a certain like the big 10 did it wasn't the NCAA and so no no no, it was the NCAA it was the NCAA they said 12 hours was the limit for teams not playing this fall so that's true for the Pac-12 as well. Okay, but, but the, the, like that's the part that I don't understand because if you're not playing, like you can't give it to anybody. Like, is that to protect you? Like, who, no, who is it's to keep for? it. It's because if they're going to play a spring season, they're saying the, the athletes can because you can't practice in the spring. You okay, know what I mean? There's, no one was really going to. Is the Pac-12 saying they're going to play in the spring? Because they're well, playing. there's well, a development there started, too. Right. When all of this started, though, that's what the conferences were saying. So the NCAA came in and said, okay, for all of the conferences not playing the fall, they're playing in the spring. So that means you have to cut your fall practice times down to 12 hours per week. Why they felt like they needed to get involved, I don't know. I think they just need to like, it was like a power grab or something. But yeah, but yeah, that is what happened. Um, I just don't understand sport to sport why like the NCAA, like, I don't know. Like, cause they oh. shut down the whole tournament. Like that was them. But like, when it comes to football, they have like, I don't know. They right. just they, like, they have no power. So that's why I'm like, I don't understand. I think that's why they just did that to make it feel like they have some sort of authority. Some power. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is too, is <laughs> PAC 12 will bring them into the conversation here. They started sending out information. I'm, I'm waiting for ESPN to drop the big 10 news and I'm getting, you know, PAC 12 updates it sounds like maybe they're considering hopping back in. I mean, they're kind of the last man standing, why, so yeah, not shocking. It's like, well, A, nobody really cares if they do or not, like, outside of them, because, I mean, it's a Pac-12. But, like, why Like, why wouldn't you? Like, if everyone else is doing it, like, what's yeah. your point for holding out, like, I mean, to look like you're really concerned about the health Here's the thing, like, I don't have a problem with the Pac-12 not playing at all because, number one, they've been consistent from day one. Like, they have never pretended like they're going to have a season. Number two, a lot of their colleges and universities are not even having in-person classes, and so at least there's consistency there. And then number three, without Pac-12 after dark, everyone else is going to get more sleep which is good for your immune system. <laughs> okay, no, but here's the and thing. So they're you're really, in Eastern, I, the Eastern time zone, yes. That's right. They're just doing their part. Because sometimes if I can't sleep, I would turn like a UCLA game on and like be entertained for a little bit. And so now I don't have that option because everything does end early here. So, okay, well, both sides of the fence here. We'll, we'll see what happens. Sounds like we're mildly disengaged, but entertained by what they're going to be doing. So, I just we'll have think to I see. feel bad for the Pac-12 because I feel like the Big Ten was like, "Hey, we'll join you," <laughs> and then like, it's "See the last ya!" Kidding. <laughs> Kidding. 
Yeah. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Uh, they're like, wait a minute. I also, Megan, you had made a note too. I think what's infuriating me now is I went from being like, okay, no depression, like football's gone to like, oh, joy, like they're coming back to now they're doing like the post, I'm going to call it a post press conference for lack of a better word. And there, no one is interviewing Nebraska. No one is giving Nebraska props. Kevin Warren is talking about being transparent. I'm like, okay, now I've gone from like exuberance to being extremely ticked off. <laughs> I know. Okay. I feel like very resentful about the way everything went down. And I just have mm-hmm. to keep reminding myself like, okay, but we got what we wanted. So like, let's just focus on the future and like move forward. But it, it ticks me off too. Like the big 10 looks, they look like idiots and now they're trying to spin it in a way that makes them look less dumb. But I mean, yeah, like I just don't understand how we take the crap for when we were the ones saying no, like pushing for a season and like, we're like selfish and we should be kicked out of the big 10. And then when there is a season, all the praise is going to Ohio state for making it happen when it's like, how can we take the crap and then miss out on like the credit as well? Like, I don't, I don't understand how that happens, but I will say, like, the sports casters, like, Desmond Feinbaum, the, like, walking corpse guy, um, yes. like, the things that they've said have been not nice at all. But in the actual college football world, like, on Twitter and, like, like real fans and players and, like, that community, we have gotten a lot of praise. So it's, like, these idiots that sit up high and don't do very much or, like, know anything – um, like, are we going to talk about Desmond now? Sure. Yes. Can okay. I title the segment, though? Yes. I want to call it How Word Dare You. Mm, good one. Do you guys get it? Okay. Yeah, I do. You I see, Amy's the only one with jokes. Okay. Yes. Let's let's yeah. talk about Maybe that, Amy. Maybe you'll get on my level. But, yes, because he, when he was, like, on the game day, or game day, <laughs> game day, he wishes he was on game day. <laughs> he wished. His dreams. Um, yeah. He like, <laughs> your salary is zero. Perks are great. Little, he sits there in his little sweater vest and his little spectacles thinking that he looks and sounds so smart. I don't even think Desmond could spell COVID. Okay. He like, when he was talking about, Oh yes, this is like, um, great news for the big 10. I'm behind this all the way. Like, Fool, you were the one saying that we were being selfish and we should be kicked out of the Big Ten. But then he was saying so much has changed in the medical world and everything since that August date. And I was so glad that Reese Davis called him out. Yes. Did you hear him? He was I like, did. Reese is like, just to clarify, he was like, no medical information. Nothing, not out. much has changed. And I think the Big Ten was too hasty. And like Desmond just shut up. Like, I honestly don't know how he got his job because, like, yeah, he was, like, a decent player, whatever. But, like, he he's, like, statistically the worst one when it comes to, like, picking games that are going to win, like, what teams should do. He's awful. Like, he should just go sit at home on the couch like every other has-been player um, because he he's worthless. And he really makes me mad, like, pretending to be, like, all behind it now when he was criticizing us. I, like, he, he makes me really angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was all, you said Paul Feinbaum, too. He was the one that said that everyone should thank OSU for bringing the season back. Yeah, and I mean, I understand, like, in one sense, without Ohio State, nothing would have happened because we're not as relevant in football right now. When you have a national title contender, suddenly their vote is worthy. And I'm like, that shouldn't be that way. No, it shouldn't. But, like, a lot of the, like, love 
and respect we're getting are, is from the Ohio State community. Yeah. Like a lot of their players are saying, like we respect Nebraska for they're doing like all of our like numerous yeah. lawsuits. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> I actually really, uh, we will sue this, you. Right, I saw this tweet from Ohio State and it was like, if even Nebraska. Like, they have no shot at, like, any kind of national title. And even they want to play. You have to respect that, you know. And I'm like, <laughs> you're like, um, yeah, you're like, question mark, ouch. <laughs> okay, thanks a lot. But uh, I think it was a compliment. But, yeah. Well, that's what – and then Desmond also tweeted, like, they must really think they have a shot at winning this year if they want to play that bad. Like, do you not like, Maybe we just like football, editors? Desmond. Yeah. Maybe we, yeah, we want to compete. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it's just like – it has nothing to do with like thinking you're going to win. Just, I don't know. But I did, I was reading an article, like, you know how, like when you get on ESPN, you read an article and then you get to the bottom and then it like has like five other articles you can read. And then you get on this like rabbit trail. Yes. Okay. Well, I was reading this one. It was about, um, like how to manage the season's bottom 10. And, um, He's like, we don't mean that we have a Big Ten level struggle about how to manage this season. I've seen turtles handle their business more smoothly than, wait, hang on, our pager is going off. It's our attorneys. You're telling me that in the five seconds since you read that last sentence, we've already been sued by six Chicago law firms and the entire state of Nebraska. (laughs) They're like poking fun at the Big Ten and at us, but it's because we're the squeaky wheel that got the oil and got everything going. So. And I, yes. I think the ironic part, too, is, like, Nebraska is not, like, on the legal landscape. We are not, like, a very litigious state. But it's, like, you touch yeah. our football, and we are coming yeah. at you. Like, <laughs> you know, I love how united, to the whole university was. It's, like, our chancellor, yeah. our AD, our coach, like, our, you know, everyone yeah. is on the same page. Our, like, attorney general, like, everyone's going to go to bat to make sure that Nebraska way, football did comes Did you guys back. listen to that news conference or the press conference? Like when after the Big Ten announced and then it was like the Husker, like the Nebraska press conference and mm-hmm. like Ronnie Green, he, he, he sounded like he's been through a rough couple of weeks. Caden yeah. heard Caden heard it because it was his off day of school. And he was like, um, why does that man sound like he's crying? <laughs> <I'm gonna> cry. <laughs> I can't imagine like, what it was like. But yeah, the, the guy literally sounded like he was about to cry that we got yeah. like, he's like we did it. Kidding. It's finalized. <laughs> it's really happening. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to go sleep now. Well, my favorite part of this whole thing is like way back at the beginning before, like right after they made the announcement, the Big Ten made the announcement that they were postponing to the spring season. Ted Carter sent Kevin Warren an email. And in the email, he's like, don't forget, you work for us. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, Kevin. Yeah. Don't forget. I know. I know. I love it. I mean, between like Ronnie Green and Ted Carter and Scott Frost and Bill Mm -hmm. Moose, I'm just like, I love it. I love it. Like we were here to compete. And that's the thing too, is like, obviously every year Husker fans are like, oh, we have a chance, you know, we're like, we're like that Michael Scott meme where it's like, I'm ready to be hurt again. Um, (laughs) But like, we, we know we're probably, uh, you know, when you peel back the layers, we're probably not going to compete for national championship, but like, we want to see football. We want to show up and compete. We want that chance to get out there. And so like, like the Ohio state fan kind, kindly tweeted, it, it yeah. is nice to see that we're, you know, trying to push for it. I think, I think the next big question we have to answer is, is this going to affect our sellout streak since they are saying no fans in the stands? No, it can't. Because if you're not allowing people to buy tickets, you can't say that it wasn't a sellout. Because there's like no tickets being sold. It's just, I, I actually read that somewhere that the, um, I think it was, 
who does the um like his own podcast and like um he was a black shirt um (laughs) not very descriptive we have a lot of black shirts (laughs) but he he does a adam um character um anyway he was saying that inside sources it nothing like counts this year in football (laughs) like sell out because it's not it's just like unparalleled like times like it can't count because like it can't count against us because when you aren't selling tickets, mm-hmm. you, the sellout streak can't be affected. There's not an so opportunity what, to like, yeah. It won't count like the, this year's games won't count towards a streak obviously, but they won't. Our sellout streak won't be hurt mm-hmm. or like broken. That makes sense. I mean that makes sense. And you know what? If if, if someone tries to tell us that it does, you know what we're gonna do? See them. We're gonna see them. That's right. <laughs> Well, I think also, too, I mean, I think we're all looking forward to playing some Michigan teams because they can wear their little masks while they play. That's right. Yeah. Or or a face shield, if they would prefer. Or a face shield, that's true. I, they can talk I to Andy Reid. I read that they have to do the face shields. Um, like, the team doctor or something said, like, if they're... Something with, like, the, the gators or whatever they were going to use, like, getting sweaty and, like, causing more. Like, they have to do the face shield for, like sweat spraying or something <laughs> you think do you think um harbaugh will get a khaki one to match hmm. questions <laughs> you think i don't know it's funny but you guys gonna... don't laugh at my jokes so i don't know to tell you <laughs> do you guys think his glasses are gonna fog up from having it on and yes because that does happen i've experienced it but well, maybe you can have an excuse for losing to ohio state this year then there you go didn't see his plays right well, we're all very excited, fingers crossed, and excited to see the schedule, see when all the matchups are going to be happening. Um, kind of want to transition to our next segment, though. Um, following up, we had some pretty hot takes um, on the week one podcast. So kind of following up on it, let's see where we're at on those ones. Um, my big hot take that I had was talking about Grant Wells, who not everyone else seems as and I will say, compared to the media, I am not that excited about him. But I feel like compared to, like, Michael and Megan and Amy, I'm maybe a little bit more hyped. Um, he didn't play this week, but he is going to be facing Appalachian State, um, who is ranked. So yeah, we'll I was going to say, that surprisingly would might be one of the better games this weekend. Hold yeah, on. App State can show up for games. Do you remember what I know they can. And, like, they're, they're like I a know. team. If you try and overlook them, they will they show up. Yeah. So I think it'll be a pretty good matchup. So we'll we'll have to see what happens there. But uh, yeah, he didn't get a play this week, so I don't get to have too much feedback. But I'll definitely be watching him. Amy, do you want to defend your choice? Is Iowa State going to bounce back next week, or I guess this week? Well, it doesn't have to be this week. I mean, the Big well, it's Twelve. It's not going to be this whole, week because they're not playing. That's the big, true. The next game, the Big Twelve. Yeah. That's what I say. Next game looked pretty bad. I've got to say. I mean, except for I mean Oklahoma and Texas, which right. Yeah, you know, did they play like anyway? Um, but I'm one game, especially in the Big Twelve. What I want to defend was like I was saying Iowa State in the Big Twelve could be like a dark horse for that, like messing some teams up, sneaking into the championship maybe. But um, I'm I'm not counting them out yet. Yeah, they looked awful, but like I I still think Matt Kimmel's a good coach. I think they have some talent and they can mess some teams up this year. So. We'll see, but um, I'm not too worried about it yet. What did you think about Brock Purdy's performance? Um, So Purdy, was it? (laughs) Not so Purdy. I didn't. His legs aren't so Purdy anymore. (laughs) 
I still feel, I still remember like being on the way to the rodeo and like hearing him say that and just being like horrified like in her defense like I, I just remember being like oh my gosh if I was grandma I would be like bawling right now that would make me so sad and then I just felt so bad and then she was just like oh, and then, like, <laughs> like she didn't care at all so I was like okay well I didn't watch him play Caden I was oh, like okay. all morning and afternoon with my kids. So well, that's that's the problem, Amy. They were waiting for you to show up and cheer them on and watch the game. I know. So try and do better next time. Okay. Okay. Megan, this wasn't so much of a hot take, but this was one of the teams that you were going to pick up before we knew yeah. that Nebraska football was back. So sure. How was how Jared? Is he still on his high from the win? This yes. Week yes. I was going to say it might not have been my hot take, but it was definitely Jared's. And he was on cloud nine. He's still like right now he has them going to the playoffs. So <laughs> <laughs> move aside, Desmond. Jared's coming in with Georgia Tech. <laughs> right. He's got a new, a new underdog. Um, so he's pretty high on Georgia Tech. I will say they did look good. Florida State also dumpster fire is still raging. I mean, I thought yeah. that was hilarious. I'm I'm sorry that they lost. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And then well, my comment about the lemonade stand. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> things things are not looking up down in Tallahassee. Florida State, it's just like so different than how they usually are. You know, their defense actually was really good. I mean, they blocked two field goals. And, you know, had a couple interceptions, but then their offense was horrible. I mean, they couldn't do anything. Um, I do think Georgia Tech looked good. I think Jeff Collins is a good fit for the program. I'm optimistic about, you know, what they'll do this year. I don't quite have them in the playoffs, but I'll keep cheering for them (laughs) for Jared's sake. There you go. There you go. All right. Well, let's reflect on some of the other past games. I know we talked about a couple of them and then let's circle back around to maybe kind of the Heisman watch going on. So as Amy mentioned, Big 12, Big 12 had either really high highs or really low lows um, between um, Kansas State and Iowa State and Kansas. And then obviously on the flip side, you had Texas and Oklahoma who looked pretty good, didn't play tough opponents, but looked pretty good. <laughs> what was your favorite, I guess, I don't want to call it an upset because I didn't think these teams were going to be that good, but what was your favorite upset from the Big 12? Which game? The Iowa State, Kansas, or Kansas State? Well, I'm going to go with the Iowa State just because Amy had picked them as her dark horse and I texted her. And <laughs> it's I was, a big Your horse is getting darker, Amy. <laughs> like invisible at this point. go to the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, so I think just because, I mean, Iowa State was ranked and yeah. – I think it wasn't just Amy. A lot of people were expecting really big things from Iowa State and from Brock Purdy. And I I think it was just kind of satisfying, um, you know, as someone from Nebraska to watch an Iowa team go down like that. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I I mean, that is fair. I I kind of said last week, I don't mind Iowa State, um, but yeah, I I always kind of like, you know, the dark horse or I shouldn't call it dark horse, the uh, underdog winning. So Louisiana ended up winning 31 to 14. So it wasn't even like it was like, you know, last minute field goal or close. Um, also, you have to you have to love the name Raging Cajuns. Like that just rolls right off the tongue. They are now actually ranked two. So they're number 19 in this week. So kind of interesting. Yeah. I will see well, if they, they're for the legit thing, or not. Though. They're ranked right like, because the Big Ten, they the took Big the Big Ten out. completely out. Yeah, right. I, I, I do understand that. 
and and I understand being out because we didn't play. So it's like, yes, of course. But like, so when do we get back in the rankings? Is it like right. the 24th or like after we play, then we get back in them? A bunch yeah. of teams are going to be like kicked out. I mean, not necessarily right. a bunch, but like, you know, yeah. we have, we're a power five. There's going to be numerous ranks, rankings in there from our conference. And so it's like, I just think it's just such a mess. Like, when do we get back in the polls? And like, when, like. I just, I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, because the SEC is still ranked and they haven't started play yet. So it seems like you could put the Big Ten back in before they officially start mm-hmm. the season. But yeah, like you said, it's like, when do you do that? And then, you know, those teams that were ranked suddenly are booted out. So it is messy. Yeah. Amy, all right, which game are you going to pick? The Megan took the Iowa State one. What, what was your favorite Yes, I have to say I was impressed when I flipped to the Kansas game and I saw, like, Coastal Carolina. They were just, like, blowing them out. And, I again, I only saw a little portion of the game. But, um, and, I mean, I know it's Kansas. So, again, taking it in stride. But I just feel like you shouldn't, I don't know. You shouldn't be getting beat down by by Coastal Carolina, yeah. KU ended up losing 38-23. to 23. So, again, not something like a last-minute field goal upset. The Coastal Carolina pretty much had control of the game. So, the other one that I actually – and I know it's the last one, but this is the one I was going to pick. This was the one that was actually the closest game. And um, I was trying to watch while we ordered all of our ridiculous amounts of furniture. And so, I was watching Michael in the, uh, in the front yard, like, tear apart boxes and, like, stuffing was going everywhere. And I was trying to watch this game. Um, but it was Arkansas State and Kansas State. So Arkansas State ended up winning 35-31. Um, but I was pretty impressed with, um, I don't know, I'm going to call it the catch, but uh, Jonathan Adams, who's one of their receivers, they ended up ruling it not a catch. Um, it was pretty close, though. It was essentially like an Odell Beckham catch. Um, he kind of went up, one-handed it. It was pretty, pretty neat. Yeah. And then the other thing that I really like was Kansas State's uh, little guy out there. So, hey, don't say the little guys can't compete. He's 5'5". Um, and he's just out there like a little running force around the field. And he kept getting references to like Darren Sproles and stuff. So I think he was really fun to watch. I don't think Kansas State's going to be good, obviously. But he's the one to maybe kind of keep your eye on if you're wanting to look for someone maybe that isn't the typical football type but can maybe do well, maybe fan make it favorite. to the NFL. Yeah, fan favorite. I like that. I like that. Um, and then also, I, I didn't know this. I didn't. But Megan, you'd put a note in here about Texas Tech. Yeah, they nearly lost to Houston Baptist. Um, so it made me think of last year. Do you remember when we started the season last year and like three SEC teams lost the first week to like, you know, group of five or FCS schools? Um, so that's the Big 12 this year. And they almost made it four. four teams oh, so close. So, uh, Houston Baptist. Come on, Houston Baptist. So, yeah. And Big 12 is looking rough. You remember when... Um, when all this stuff started going down with the Big Ten and we were like, oh, maybe Nebraska should join the Big 12 um, so that we can play a season. <laughs> we're like, and yes, I, please. You know, like, yeah, I feel like we could have been conference champions. <laughs> yeah, so. I think we did it. Yeah, I just think that if you get the chance, you know, and you have a struggling offense like we did last year, the Big 12 is where you want to go. <laughs> right. We'll, we're out this year. The other, the other thing to kind of note, like I said, on the flip side for the Big 12 is the quarterbacks coming out from the hot team. So Sam Ellinger at Texas, Spencer Rattler at Oklahoma. Do you think that they are going to be a challenge? I know our Heisman favorite right now is obviously Trevor Lawrence, um, maybe keeping an eye on Justin Fields now that Big Ten's back. But what do you think about maybe the Big 12 having a Heisman candidate? 
I mean, I think it's a good chance. I think they both, I mean, they both, their teams won. So that is, that, <laughs> there's a W in their column. That's right. Um, I think, you know, they both looked good. I didn't actually see either one of those games. I just saw highlights, but I mean, I think they're both contenders. Um, do you guys know who is second in like the odds to win the Heisman behind Trevor Lawrence right now? My guess is who you have listed, but it's not someone I would know, so I'm not going to guess. <laughs> yeah, it's Sierra King at Miami. That just blows will, my mind. Yeah, I, I, that's not someone I would put out there. I would never, ever pick him as, as my Heisman. I mean, I don't know. Did you guys see him play against UAB? No, no I, I was. I watched, well, I did watch a little bit of it, but not oh, okay. a ton. I mean, he's not, he, was, he did not look good to me. He's very um, inconsistent. So there were flashes of brilliance, but he really is very inaccurate. Like all of his passes were horrible. Yeah, I was not impressed okay. with him at all. I, I'm sorry, but I'm not impressed with him as like a human being. Like what he did to Houston last year. Like, no, who does that? Like, I, I'm a head out. <laughs> yeah, like peace out. It's not going well for me. So, you, you know. I'm out of here. Like I like that whole move I thought was just shady. I don't know. I not a fan. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not saying that like as even like on a personal level, like I just wasn't from like a physical like performance. (laughs) Yeah, I know Amy's making it personal, but I'm just saying I, I don't think he's a, (laughs) and also I hate how he parts his hair. (laughs) I can't stand his face. No, that's it. I'm not sure. I just didn't, I, I was very shocked to hear that because he did not impress me at all. I mean, maybe that was an off night. So we'll see how he plays against Louisville this weekend. Woo-hoo! Game day here in Louisville. But yeah, I was kind of like, what? I mean, because there's so many good quarterbacks. And I know it's not a quarterback award, but I'm like, even like Chuba Hubbard. I'm like, why would he not be up there, you know, right behind Trevor Lawrence? But this is why the Heisman, like the whole Heisman race is such a like, it can be such a joke because it's like, it is certain people's to lose. And like, yeah, if you're Joe Burrow and you just have like an insane season, you can get it from like, you know, whoever was up there, Trevor Lawrence or um, Jalen Hurts or, or, or whatever. But like, you have to have like, cause I still think the year Sue was in it. He should have won, mm-hmm. but because it, he was a defensive he player. And like, I just feel like they have it, like the voters and whatever they have it in their mind, like, okay, this guy's like notable. He's known it's his to lose. And it's just like, I feel like somebody has to have just like a spectacular season to take mm-hmm. it away from that person. Mm-hmm. And so that's why, I, I don't know. I don't feel like everyone starts with a level playing field and then it's like their accolades yeah. gone there. I just, I don't know. Well, we'll have to see. Um, talking about kind of upcoming games. Um, I know we were thinking of, you know, talking about Heisman, um, you know, who's going to win each of the conferences. Did you guys hear Mark Sanchez's pick to win the uh, the Big 12? I did not. Mm. Can I guess, though? I think you can get it, so why don't you guess? Oh, really? I was going to say Oklahoma State. That is it. See, is it really? You. Because yes. let me see you, that's Jared's dark horse in the Big 12. He's been saying he thinks it's Oklahoma State. Yeah. Again, Jared is an optimist, and he tends to see <laughs> teams with rose-colored glasses, so yeah. he might just be hoping here, but I can All get right. behind that. I'll cheer for Oklahoma State. 
Well, you got to have one positive and one negative in every marriage. So I think we know who's who. I'm the one that drags (laughs) us down. So yeah. (laughs) Um, But yes, he did pick Oklahoma State and they are having their first game versus Tulsa this weekend. So I'm excited to see what they can do. Watch uh, Hubbard play, see what happens there. Um, I'm having like a watch party um, at my house. So hopefully we bring them good luck. Yes, I hope so. Other kind of notable games, um, UCF taking on Georgia Tech. Uh, Are you guys doing a a watch party, Megan, or is it a watch party of Jared, one person? Yeah, I mean, we will definitely be tuning into that game. I think it might be a good game. Makes me a little nervous. Yeah, UCF is is ranked number 14, so it'll be a big game for for the GT squad. We'll see what they can do. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Notre Dame uh, is taking on USF and Megan, you didn't think Notre Dame looked that good this week. I didn't. What did you guys think? I didn't either. What was it in the first quarter or the first half that he threw that pick, like when they were in the red zone. And, uh, I don't know. I just, I'm not, I don't like their quarterback. I don't like their coach. I don't like them. <laughs> Is it Ian Brooke? Is that their quarterback? Ian Brooke, yes. Yeah. Would everyone like to hear my hot take? That he's oh, awful? Please. I think Ian Brooke is Justin Herbert part two for me. Oh. I'm not I'm not high on him at all. I was going to say more like Riker Fife, but... Um, <laughs> okay. Well, I don't, don't think, think it's that. I don't think he's quite there, but I, I don't think he's... Everyone talks him up, and like I've even heard people mentioning oh Heisman and I'm like what no I don't see that at all no no <laughs> absolutely not I love I love how like 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 two minutes ago we're like it's too early in the season to pick Heisman's like we don't know we'll see how it happens and then we get to him we're like no there is no redemption <laughs> he's already <laughs> removed himself he is out <laughs> no chance anyway all right, and what I think is the most exciting game upcoming, it is uh, the nightcap, um, number 17 Miami versus number 18 Louisville. Yes, a big game. Yes, it sounds like you're very excited, Ooh, Megan. Please please settle down. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> you, you could have, like, a really bad day, Megan, if Georgia Tech yes, and I know. Louisville lose. It could be a really, yes. like, eggshell household for a while. Maybe it's a good thing the Big Ten isn't playing yet. Yeah, maybe. maybe no. that's true. So, yeah, I am a little bit nervous about that game. It's really hard to know how good Miami is because they played UAB, and I just don't know how good UAB is. Um, they didn't look great, but then Louisville didn't look great against um, Western Kentucky, and so I don't know. I mean, I think Louisville could win it, but they've got to cut down on the mistakes and we'll, we'll see. Yeah. So I'm really excited for this game. I think it'll be a great game to have at night. Uh, I'm assuming cause it's really Rachel that's driving the Louisville. Yes. Cheer in, in your household. Correct. So she's yes. pretty, probably pretty excited. Yes. Um, Rachel and Elizabeth. Okay, oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Yeah. Hasn't had a good record playing that night game. Have they? <laughs> um, they, I mean, they haven't had a bad record. I just remember, because who was it, like, last year? I remember Rachel was in the worst mood. And they just had some tough games, like, tough mm-hmm. night, like. <laughs> that was very descriptive. <laughs> yes. No, I just, I just remember, like, I don't know, maybe 
three, four years back, just like them always coming out on like the losing end. So here's the thing. Statistically speaking, they're mm-hmm. due for a win. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's in their favor. Mm-hmm. Okay. I do have more confidence in their current coach than I have had in previous coaches. And so I think he's, you know, turning the ship in the right direction. Um, and I hope that he's riding the Titanic. It's not the Titanic. Titanic. It's going so to the be... mice are climbing to the top of the right. ship. <laughs> Listen, we make fun of Pruitt for that, but his team did rise up. They, they did. They went to a whole game, but no, still. Right. Titanic didn't have a good ending, including the mice that yes, came I to know, the top for a little bit. So like, it still was a very it's poor still, it's still analogy. A bad analogy. It really was. But, um, I do think it's kind of ironic that they really did turn things around. It must have been inspirational to his team. Anyway, yeah, so hopefully this is Louisville's year and they beat Miami on Saturday. Yeah, go cards. Go cards. So we'll have to see. Um, last thing kind of of note, there have been, and I I mentioned this earlier, just a little bit of concern. Can we make it to October? Um, because there have been quite a few cancellations. So UNC um, and Charlotte, Charlotte had too many players in quarantine. So their game was canceled and then some other games have also been canceled and postponed it looks like virginia virginia tech byu army central arkansas arkansas state <sighs> i'm just let's say you know cross our fingers say some prayers that this flu season isn't also like exacerbating the covid because mm-hmm. yeah i, I really hope that we can flu, make though. it like they can yeah, all I know. get the flu that's fine just just no <laughs> or they take my advice they all get it now and then they're good the rest of the season that that was the new medical evidence that they were referencing when they said that That's, they <laughs> yes. they were like we have a new strategy now herd immunity hundred percent. Alrighty, well we are excited for week two games. We'll obviously be cheering on Oklahoma State, Georgia Tech, and of course the Louisville Cardinals. Um, we'll hopefully get to talk about next week um, the Husker schedule being released. Um, but until then, everyone have a good week. Bye. Thanks for listening to College Dame Day. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcasting app. Also hit us up. We are at College Dame Day on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Join us again next week for more college football content.